Hello and welcome to another episode of Live at the Video Tech. This is part three of our Netflix epic. Uh, started by our discussion of the movie Bright. Yes, yes it did. Yeah, so I'm Matt. I'm Sam. Yes, and uh, we are live from the Video Tech here at Facets 1517 West Fullerton, Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. A nonprofit organ- film organization. organization. Dedicated to the film experiences of our of our youth and our and of our lifetime. maturity of our lifetime. <laughs> anyway, so what were we? Where were we? Uh, oh, we were talking we, about the. Uh, we were just saying on the 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 budgetary reasons of Netflix and like all the cons it has and the fact that there's cancellations. But we didn't talk about the actual good things that they've done. Yeah, the, like from a creator perspective. Creator perspective, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, I know a lot of television producers because I listen to a lot of inter- interviews from them that they that they adore Netflix because it's essentially a blank check and complete contra- creative control and they could do as many length of episodes as they want or like. So Netflix isn't sitting there going, we we have final cut. We have final cut. You know, like, I need you, I need you to make this look funnier. They're not dealing with any like any note. They're not dealing with any notes. From executives at all? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's great. It's a good thing. Yeah. But the film and, and they're also like trying to bring new voices in the mix. Like they bought like they do a lot of buying in in film uh, film festivals like Sundance. They just they bought uh, Macon Blair's uh, uh, what was it? I, I don't feel at home in this world anymore thriller and they've done like a bunch of other buying for right distribution rights of that and we were talking about uh, we already mentioned duncan jones did his new movie his new mute uh but that was originally produced through uh netflix they paid to produce that yeah well that's what i mean i thought thought that's what we're talking about okay yeah yeah. and you said jeremy jeremy salminier's new film is going to be distributed through they bought the rights to distribute that. This is the director of Green Room, Blue Ruin, and Murder Party. Murder Party, which everyone should see. Murder which Party. I, you're the only person I've ever heard talk about it. it I'm the only person I think in in Chicago ever, seen it. Like yeah. I feel alone in this, and like I bought it at a at a as unnamed store, mm-hmm. and I was really excited about it. I was like, oh my god, people need to see this, and I donated it to the Video my, Tech. To the Video right Tech. Here, so we, you, we are the only Chicago. We are the only video store that has it. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, and then a, a rather bigger name is doing his a, a movie. Oh yeah, for Netflix. Who, who's that? Uh, who's that? He's this guy. He's he's Italian, Italian American. Italian American. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, is it uh, John Favreau? <laughs> John Favreau. He's doing <laughs> Chef Two finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah, oh, I was so waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, actually, it's this. This small director named Marty Scorsese. Martin Martin Scores? Martin Scores? Mar- <laughs> uh, uh, he's he's doing something called The Irishman, which has been in his it's, which has been his filmography in IMDb for like since 2007. Oh, interesting. I remember seeing it like it's in development like when I back when I was in junior high. <laughs> oh, wow. And then so and Robert De Niro is the lead and uh a little Netflix actor. is funding this. Yeah, movie. it's it's funding it and it's like gonna release it, but it's a really weird thing to us because Martin Scorsese is such a cinephile and a big like advocate for theaters and making sure that everyone sees it in a theatrical experience. 
and they're I, if we read the article like they're not sure if Netflix is gonna if they're gonna do like a certain like well, why release her or not well he Scorsese's pushing for a minimum two week release for Oscar contention for Oscar contention but I probably also like you say he, he can't imagine a film not of his not being released in theaters yeah um, but yet he I'm sure like we were saying he loves to take that Netflix blank check yeah and he's not gonna want that money <laughs> yeah so I mean but this is something else like so the positive side is the the creators like it for reasons we've talked about but is it driving people away from theaters for good I mean is you know it, yeah like it, it just seems wrong it's it's so yeah it's it's inherent like you and I both I, I go to the movies a little bit more than you, fair to say. That's not... A, no, not, not in a bad way, but, like, oh, yeah. you have you have a wife and kids. Like, you don't yeah. go out that much. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a young single man. You're a young, lonely man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a young, lonely man, and I I, I, I fill that lonely void with... You need image. surrogate friends who appear on screens. Yeah, and those, those they, they surprisingly are more supportive than mm-hmm. yeah. other friends. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I go to the movies all the time. But and there's experience of, like, there's an, I understand it's it's annoying to go to the movies. Pricing, uh, uh, you have to deal with other people, well, which sure, is you terrible. Have to, you have to leave your couch. That's always annoying. Yeah, you have to leave age. your apartment. <laughs> but the actual, like, the, the I... I there's there films out there they're they're like the the multiplexes i i always try to avoid i always try to avoid like amc or regal specifically because of you deal with other people and there's a gross inflation of everything from ticket price into to going to the bathroom but the uh, uh the actual um the 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 old school theaters like the music box facets uh uh gene siskel i've been told i haven't been there yet but like they they have this experience like there's this love and care and respect for uh for this for the for the picture and going in and watching like you're saying down you're experiencing something with a group of strangers which is yeah something you don't get with netflix I well yeah i mean to me i think the the greatest thing about seeing a movie in the theater isn't just the big screen and the sound it's the yeah. it's the duration like you you don't pa- you can't pause it and go yeah, take a phone call you or, have to sit down and experience it all the way through yeah not yeah beginning to end the beginning to end experience is very important yeah you were talking about you were reading an article about though uh third places third places <laughs> yeah just meaning any place that isn't home or work um, and how they're maybe endangered, you know, in this day and age, like record stores, record is stores, third, third place that video stores, really need any video stores, coffee shops, facets, yeah, <laughs> facets the third place, yeah, and but how? Well, I guess bars are third places too. That is they're, true. They're probably the least endangered, you it, know, because everyone is going to need to get drunk no matter what. Yeah, you you can't drink online. Have you tried? <laughs> Have we tried yet to drink the internet? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to just suck it all down sometimes. Is that, if, hey, if you watch, if you go through 4chan, oh, it's like it's like getting drunk. It's, yeah, I don't. You just feel gross. I don't even want to talk about 4chan. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen it. I've only heard yeah, about it, and I yeah. hope to keep it that way. Except I hope to even not even hear about it. That's fair. Anymore. But, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, but the the the, the, the last thing I think we can say about third place is on Netflix in general is that it's streaming as well. But the idea that like you, it's not. There's nothing that I could ever take away from going to see it on a big screen, especially with revival screenings like with 2001. Like they, Music Box just did the huge Lynch uh, retrospective, yeah. which was amazing. I I saw. Wild at Heart on a big screen with a bunch with a yeah. few hundred people. It's amazing. It's yeah, I mean, if so better that way. You should be able to see something in, in the format it was designed for. If it was shot on 35, you should see it on 35. Yeah. Have that opportunity. And I mean, that's another like Netflix is driving us towards what's new, and what's old is really important too. It is, yeah. And it's. There's more. There's of, more of There's what's more old, old than there is of what's new. And people can learn more from what's old oh, than yeah. what's new. So that worries me too. It, it's all about what's new. You know, there's some metric that they don't have any. They only have like 23 movies that were made before 1970. Oh, I'm God. surprised it's that many, to be honest. That's but, yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Thank you for listening to this edition of Live from the Videotech, the Facets podcast. Since 1975, Facets has connected people to independent ideas through film. It's our goal to make sure film continues to have the power to remind us what it's like to be human. All of our programs expand on this simple, empathy-driven idea in many unique and pioneering ways. Learn more at facets.org. And you can come visit us in person at 1517 West Fullerton Avenue, Chicago, Illinois.